Guess who? And guess what? Footy Prime is launching a gin, and we're having a party to celebrate. Thursday, June 6th, join the whole FP crew for Footy Prime's one-night stand at Nickel Nine Distillery in Toronto. Come celebrate Footy Prime's one-ball gin with Nickel Nine Distillery mixologists on hand, Charmin's proper pies, meet and greet and photo ops with your favorite primers, and a live Atska's Almost Anything podcast. Footy Prime's one-night stand, June 6th at 7 p.m. till when we kick you out. Tickets at eventbrite.ca. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Oi. The boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, and Andy, Drink, and JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty, it's time to get this party started tonight. You're listening to This Just In on Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Jimmy with a little tiny little, little cappuccino cup, little espresso cup. It's very, it's very <laughs> European, Jimmy. You look so sophisticated. I love espresso in the morning. Is it espresso or is it your, your daughter's little dolly tea party set? Mmm. It is espresso. I'm glad to see it. Hey, boys, what's happening? Lots, big apparently. No, 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 big weekend. Messy. It was a big weekend. I was reading everything that they're giving him. It's like Apple Tell TV. Us. They're all giving him an Apple iPhone. He gets as many Apple iPhones as he wants. Does he get a free <laughs> um, subscription to yeah, MLS Season subscription. Plus? He also um, he gets part of the Atlantic Ocean. And I think <laughs> Latin America is thrown in. All of it. Cuba, I think that's all heading into that. Really? Um, yeah. And I think he gets to sleep with Beckham's wife once. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. That might be enough. That could be. You never know. Yeah. Although yeah. I think Leo's doing all right for himself. He's got a lovely family, hasn't he? Sure. But this is just all thrown in. These are options for him. <laughs> oh, so, so Latin America hasn't been confirmed. It's, it's up to him oh. whether he wants it or not. It's it. There are, think about in the stock market when they talk about options. These are things that you can use if you want, if you think the market needs it. So if he, if his 
if he's prone to want to do some dirty things, he can he can jump on Victoria. <laughs> they might give him all of CONCACAF. Jeez. Think about that. Yeah. I think if you could vote, if, if the CONCACAF nations could vote right now, and listen, Vic's doing a great job down there. He is, clearly. Um, but if they could vote Leo Messi as their president of all things, not just football, just, just life, politics, society, culture, I think Leo Messi would probably win at this point. Don't you? He's got every chance, yeah. <laughs> so what, what did you make of the whole unveiling last night? I mean, was it uh, – I did a poll, actually. Let, let me dig up this poll. I, I stuck it up this morning on Twitter. But what, what are your thoughts in the meantime? Um, was it about right? Was it just too ostentatious? What were your thoughts? I was actually wondering why they had it during the Gold Cup final. I thought the exact same thing. Weird, why? eh? Why? Yeah. yeah. Which one do you think pulled in the biggest numbers? Oh. <laughs> I think we know the answer, don't we? Well, yeah, I think we do. Mind you, hand it to Mexico and the fans, Los Angeles sold out, what, 75,000? My God. Thank God for the Mexican fans to make that gold cup what it is because if it was Canada and Panama, holy shit, it'd be a repeat of the 2000 gold cup. When it's like, say the 7,000 there, but yeah, maybe, maybe three, eh, Jimmy, maybe family. I was going to say family and friends, but we don't have any friends. So it was just <laughs> your friends didn't even travel, right? Eh? Not, not no. one friend. Jimmy, did any of your family travel for the gold cup final? No. Not one. <laughs> I have to tell you guys, my 1987 Vanier Cup McGill versus UBC pulled in 14,800 people in varsity in minus 17. There you go. And you guys How many were ones? Oh, God, none. My parents didn't travel. Are you crazy? They're like, what so, are you so doing? Far, okay, so, 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 so far, we've just talked about the, the biggest matches probably in, in all of your careers. So, so far, Wonga, zero family members. Jimmy, <laughs> zero family members. Craig, did anyone please tell me someone traveled? Yeah, my dad flew down for the final. Had no belief, no belief before that. Like, but <laughs> the final. Well, thank Christ there was one. There's one family member at the 2000 Gold Cup, the most famous... <laughs> Canadian men's soccer match of all time. Thank Christ. <laughs> Were there any other family members traveling? Do you know that from your teammates? Yeah, Carlo. Carlo Corzine had uh, his wife was down there. His, his father-in-law, mother-in-law were down. His parents, I think, came down. At least one of them, maybe his dad. I think it was uh, the BC guys. The Toronto guys didn't really have. <laughs> no, they didn't give a no shit. One. <laughs> now, was that actually? A good thing did it take pressure off you do you think had he had like you know 17 brennans and 26 forests down there would that put, put more pressure on you no it would have been appreciated yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there resentment now in both your families like you know thanksgiving dinner christmas does it always come up mm -hmm. where the fuck were you people when i needed you yeah i would have walked over with a tear in my eye said, thank you guys for coming and supporting me <laughs> <laughs> so tragic 
were, were they were the uh, the family that was there like Carlo's family were they at least treated well were they in like the the box or were they just stuck in the in the well there's lots of lots of seats available <laughs> I suppose well, that's right they had like seventy nine thousand five hundred seats to pick <laughs> so they were looked after yeah <laughs> pretty much sit wherever you like. <laughs> <laughs> this is not how I thought this this podcast would start. Now I'm feeling really depressed and sad for you guys. <laughs> so no, it's just the reality of uh, the sport in this country. Yeah, the best was when I would would fly back from England for a national team game in Toronto, and then my friends would be like, "Why? Why are you here?" I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> I got I'm playing for Canada tomorrow night. It's a World Cup qualifier. <laughs> Yeah. Good luck, Jimmy. Well, it's changed, right? Because part of the negotiations with, with the men's team were all about how the the family were being treated and who was being flown over for the World Cup. That's a big part of those negotiations. And I presume there's been similar negotiations for, for the women, but is that deal even signed yet? I've heard nothing. They kick off at the end of this week and, and they still haven't got a deal. Is that, I mean, listen, if I'm wrong, we'll guess we'll soon find out, but I haven't heard anything. Was, Either was way, that, it was meant to be a temporary deal, anyways, right? It was. Yeah, yeah, short term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think no, they'd announce it though if there was a deal in place? Yeah, I heard nothing. Crickets. Well, well, hopefully, hopefully something signed or will get signed because, I mean, mm. entering a World Cup without a deal, short term or whatever, that ain't ideal, is it? <laughs> no, nothing about this is ideal. But I'm sure we'll have lots of family and friends down there supporting. There'll be a big section of five or 6,000 Canadian fans cheering on our women, Olympic gold medalist winners. <laughs> oh, actually, I'm curious how many of the Voyagers head down there because, listen, it's Australia New Zealand, right? I mean, it's absolutely brilliant down there. It's a fantastic trip. Mm-hmm. But it's a long way away. It's very expensive. Have you been I'm to Australia? Curious. Yeah. Have you? I spent a month there in, when was that, like 1999, and I spent a month in New Zealand too in 2003. I just loved doing, it. I could move there in a what? second. Hmm? Doing, doing what? Just traveling. By yourself? Uh, no, actually. I was with uh, an ex-girlfriend. Oh. Mm. oh. And I, I've, mm. I've regaled this story before. I went to Southeast Asia for six months. Well, I guess that didn't go well with an ex-girlfriend. Like I'm thinking, I'm sitting in like in a on a in a bar in Bangkok, thinking, "What the <laughs> fuck am I doing? Why would I bring a girlfriend to Bangkok? I mean, of all the cities in the world, you shouldn't have a girlfriend at. It's probably Bangkok. <laughs> oh, tell us about that. I don't know anything about Bangkok. Well, there's lots of uh, temptation. Let's put it that way. Oh, okay. Oh. It's a great. It's an incredible city. I absolutely love it there. Really? Would you go back, James? Alone? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've told the missus I will take her to uh, Southeast Asia, Thailand at some point, because it is one of the greatest places in planet Earth. It really is. It's fantastic. Um, oh, so I found the tweet, the uh, the poll. So Messi's unveiling last night. Um, the options were, was it all a bit much? Uh, was it he's God? So, yeah. And what unveiling? So far, leading the charge is what unveiling? 37.2% <laughs> have voted. Uh, 32.3% are saying all a bit much. And 305 in third place, he's God. So, yeah. 
It was pouring. Did you see what? Uh, was it delayed a few hours? I don't know what that. But yeah, it, it was. was sheets of rain just coming down. I think two hours. It was delayed. Yeah, they all show. It was packed though when he came out though. So they they oh. they hung around. They messed up the audio a little bit though at first. Couldn't really hear a damn thing anyone was saying. Beckham got completely like just drowned out by audio issues. No, it was probably not. It was clear as day. <laughs> this is Beck's. I tell you what, honestly, all joking aside, listen to the Beckham though because it did kick in. But his. He's changed so much, right, from, from the early days. He speaks really mm-hmm. well now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it used to be a very unfair point of humor and people would talk about David Beckham's voice and speech. But, no, I thought he, he sounded great last night. And the owner, Mass, I mean, he's, he loves that show, doesn't he? He was really enjoying it. Um, and Leo just looked a little bit, uh, I want to say awestruck, but he's not the kind of guy that wants to be speaking in public. He did fine. But I mean, that's, I mean, just let him put a ball at his feet, let him do his talking there, right? How much do you think you that, though, how much do you think that owner is actually paying like, like himself or how much of it is basically meetings with Apple and everybody else and Adidas, Adidas. And, you know, like, yeah, you know, I, I wonder all come together and said, let's do whatever we can to get this guy. Well, the fact that he's going to get some some uh, vig from the subscriptions, like a percentage, he may be getting a percentage of subs- new subscriptions. Well, he deserves it because I think that in Canada, I think that the Apple deal, as good as it is for MLS, I, I don't think it's good. I think a lot of people have forgot about it's even on. But. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's uh, they've they've done averagely in pushing it. Um, I think TFC is loving it. TFC is loving it that, that no one's watching this, this season. (laughs) 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 What a great, great year to debut this Apple deal. Mm -hmm. Because listen, Messi is going to pull people in. Um, Jimmy just showed us a a text there. Um, You can pay as much as $110,000 for Messi's debut in the, the league's cup against cruisers. $110,000 is what the, the top ticket's going for right now. Fucking hell. It really is something, right? I mean, what what's happening and, and it's smart in so many ways. But let me ask you this, like as former athletes, former professionals, I, I if I'm being naive here, just just let me know, right? But in that room, obviously there's a hierarchy. There's always a hierarchy in a room. There's the, the veterans, the leaders, and I'm sure the best players, the better players mm. get treated a little bit differently to to the the tractor boys, the dirt trackers, right? But Tata Martina knows Leo Messi. He's coached him before. That's really important, I think. I mean, how should Leo Messi be treated in that room and on the training pitch? Because when it comes down to it, he should be treated just like everyone else. Do you think that's even possible? No. He's not like everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) He really isn't. And is he, by the way, is he going to be traveling... Commercial? <laughs> That's a great point. I would because hope you're so. Supposed, you're supposed to, right? I don't think there's that rule still implies that, like, is applied to that. You're not. You're, what are you allowed to use, Jimmy? Like two or three charters a year, or something like that. Yeah, but something like that. that. But I think, uh, regardless, you'll be you'll be comfortable in that seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> don't think it don't think it'll bother him. 
His feet would be dangling. <laughs> He'll pay extra for the emergency space there, right? Like Craig yeah. does. Yeah, <laughs> another seventy-five bucks for. It's like when you go on a plane and you see like a little small guy sitting in the emergency seat, and you're like, "Why are you sitting there? Are you comfortable throwing this door out the window?" Yeah. And it down. And you're like, what are you doing saying yes to that <laughs> will there come a point with all these teammates though when they get to know him and he, become, he will become one of the boys right at some point I'm sure there's going to be a lot of you know starstruck players at first right but when he becomes oh it's just Leo he's one of the boys he's just like you and I just he's better at football than us I mean will there come a point where resentment might creep in or they'll expect to be treated just like them and if they see any kind of favour beyond what they're used to, they'll, they'll start resenting it. Do you think that's that's possible? Does it happen? No, not with him. Not with him. I don't think it is. No, no resentment at all. How can you how can you possibly <laughs> resent him? I mean he's he's been incredible. Yeah. I think it'd be actually better for the players as well because when you get a player like Messi, obviously the best in the world, there's not gonna be any resentment, but you will see around the club, though, that the standard just got raised. The kit man works works better now. <laughs> Everybody yeah. here in the office works better. You yeah. start getting more, more things. You're, you got more events that you end up going to. And, yeah. And nobody's talking about how fucking shit we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, worst team signed, in the league. He signed, for, he signed for a team that in every other league in the fucking world would be in potential uh, of being relegated. Yeah. But there's no well, for losing. The, 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 the Messi effect is crazy, right? So this is the worst team in, in MLS, right? The worst team. Now, this week, the League's Cup kicks off, and they're playing Cruz Azul. We'll get to that in a bit. But Inter-Miami right now are the fourth favorites to win this thing on TonyBet.ca. The fourth favorites. There's there's 47 teams in this thing, and they're the fourth favorites to win it, all because of Messi. If you look at MLS right now, they're right in the middle of the pack to win MLS Cup at the moment. This is the worst team in the league by some stretch. Well, not so much. TFC is pretty damn close, and then they're right. I think 13th favorites to win the whole thing. Now the odds are still crazy in MLS, but they're still 13th favorite to win this thing. It just shows one player that can just boost the, the odds, the lines, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it makes no sense. They're not winning. They're not going to win the League's Cup or MLS Cup. Now, they are in, in the Open Cup, US Open, in the semifinals right now, but they're playing Cincinnati, who's arguably the best team in, in MLS. Can one player, okay, sorry, two players, because Sergio Busquets has just signed as well. They, that was on the undercard last night. Before uh, Leo was announced, they brought in Sergio Busquets, who speaks English, by the way, beautifully. Um, great player in his day, but mm-hmm. a deep line midfielder. I mean, can two players, and they're going to probably sign Jordi Alba. There's, there's new players coming in. And as we saw last year with TFC, you can rebuild a team midseason to great effect and great success. Oh, no, you can't, can you? No, actually, it's a disaster. But you can you can change teams midseason. Um, do you think, Jimmy, they can really make that much of an impact as good as they are to to an 11 man v 11 man sport i'd like to say yes because i'd like to see it happen but unfortunately i don't think it will happen i don't think it's it's not that i think it's going to take them a little bit of time to adjust to this league as well 
the athleticism, all the travel. Um, People not finding you when you make runs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would be the biggest surprise do you think for Messi in this league? Is it that is it his teammates or is it is it going to be the travel? Is it going to be the, the the pace and the athleticism of the league? What do you think, Jimmy? I mean, when you came here, what was the biggest thing that surprised you? Yeah, the travel is hard. The travel was hard, and then all the the different elements. I mean, like you're going to Salt Lake, you're playing in altitude, and then you're going to Houston, you're playing in a a sauna, you know. And then you're back to Toronto, where it was a bit cooler, and it, it's just five hour flight, three hour time zone. You know, it gets to you a little bit. It was difficult. It took a while to adjust with that, because I was used to being in England where I'm. I'm in the Midlands and I'm jumping on a bus and I'm a couple hours away on a bus and I'm, I'm home that night. Instead, now you're flying out on a Friday, sometimes you're flying out on a Thursday and coming home on a Sunday for a match. I think there's some pressure on you know, Messi here because I think he knows as well as anybody that this is not the NBA where one player of his quality would completely change a team in basketball. It doesn't happen in football, really. Uh, it'll be interesting because, I mean, even Pele, when he came to the Cosmos back in the day, they just thought that he was just, yeah, just put him on the pitch and doesn't matter who else is out there. He'll be fine and they'll rip it up. Well, it wasn't the case. They're like, oh, he needs some support. So then they brought in a bunch of other legendary players, Beckenbauer and whatever, to support him. Then he was, anyways, now we're talking, but he needed that around him. Well, he didn't. Wasn't Pelly? He was retired, wasn't he? He'd been retired for a while when he came to NESL. He came out of retirement, I believe. Um, did he? I think so. I think he'd been. He'd been. I know there was a lot of talk about him signing, and that Santos wanted him to sign or continue playing for them. But right, right. But I mean, this. Is, I mean, that that was obviously. I wasn't. I can't remember that. But this is the biggest that I can remember. What well, is the biggest? In, in arguably North American history, that's then that's not to take away from the old NESL days, right? I mean, that was huge news, but just the way the news cycle is nowadays and the way football is, this is mm -hmm. just enormous. Was there a player, do you remember a player signing with one of your clubs that kind of changed everything, the way it felt about itself? Like one one personality, one star to even compare, not to compare to Messi, obviously, but... Mm -hmm. Was the one moment that you were, wow, now we, we feel better about ourselves? Well, definitely at West Ham, it was Tacanio. He was an absolute changer for the for the squad and how we performed. Yeah. But not at Ipswich, nobody with that sort of massive impact, I don't think. I think maybe John Wark, when he came back from Liverpool, it was a big deal. He was quality, absolutely quality. Brilliant player. So when Tacanio arrived, was it? When you first heard that in the room, was there like giddiness, or did you have to see him first of all on the on the practice pitch? Yeah, we, had, we actually I had to see him. I think it, when it was, the signing first happened, most players were like, "Holy shit, this guy is going to be tough to manage." Like, he's got a history of being a tough guy to manage and pushing referees and whatnot. We got him. I mean, got him for a deal, right? I mean, was, I think he was only a million pounds because nobody else really wanted to touch him and having to deal with him. But holy shit. It's a bargain, like Harry said. It's a fucking bargain. Frank, we got a bargain. <laughs> it did. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you, Jimmy, anyone that, that, you know, arrived at the club and just changed the, the morale or the confidence or um, even TFC? No, no, I think maybe in Norwich when Peter Crouch came, it was because he's such a great character. Yeah, That's he, a good one. Was he on yeah, loan from, yeah, was he on loan from Villa? Yeah. He came. What a what a great guy. Funny, funny man. Oh, lightened up the dressing room even more. We had a good dressing room, but the banter was just off the off the charts. How did speaking, he do that? Speaking, Norwich? speaking of banter, did you see Kalen Kyle or uh, tweet with with Messi? If Erlen Holland had a sister, that's what she <laughs> said about herself. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. I thought fucking, that's actually fucking brilliant. <laughs> she was great, by the way. Before the match, she had the little panel with Bex and and the owner and Taylor 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 Twelman. Um, you know, it's, it's, you don't often see former players becoming hosts, right? Yeah. It's very rare. We see see, see Lineker do it, seen uh, Jermaine Genus do it, uh, but it's very rare. But she's a natural. She's very very good. In that environment, mm-hmm. Amy Canadian, Walsh. I tell you what, Canadians. Amy, Amy Walsh is definitely the next one. Absolutely, she's done great. We'll get to the broadcast. It's on my list. Oh, okay, I'm just I'm throwing just throwing her name out. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Giving her some props on a Monday. Hey, she's not in my gig. I know she is. Yeah, she is, and she's been uh, going behind your back. We have a little dark web between Amy and I. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's funny because I've, I've got an Amy and me dark web as well. I know she's playing us all. Yeah. <laughs> she wants to be producer as well. Can't trust those vegans. <laughs> um, sorry, Craig, you were saying. What was I saying? Where's yeah. Dubs? Where's Dubs? She, when she, she, flying she out, doesn't want to come on. Is, she was worried about being on too much, being too. And I was like, what are you talking about? You're spectacular. She actually said that. Oh, no, it'd be too much. People don't like, are you serious? Like, at this point, she is by far the most popular member of Funny Prime. Oh, my God, of course she is. That's close. It's not even hard. No, it's not hard. It isn't hard. It really isn't hard, is it? No. All right, so let's play the messy chat wrapped up. Kicks off Cruz Azul. In the League's Cup. You looking forward to the League's Cup, boys? Oh, yeah. Buzzing. Um, so, so tell me, Jimmy, uh, what do you think of TFC's group? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm waiting for Lionel Messi. <laughs> does anyone know? Let me be honest here. Craig, does anyone here, does anyone here know who the Canadian teams are in with in this, this thing? Be honest. No. I no. didn't. Let's hear it. All right. <laughs> TFC's in with... New York City FC, okay. Atlas, Ooh. Atlas, mm-hmm. a global fan base. There is huge. It's called the code Atlas. Bad joke. <laughs> um, Montreal's with Pumas and DC United. Oof. That's an East two, and the Whitecaps are with the Galaxy and Club Lyon. Oh, there you have it. Well, I don't know what to make of this thing. Yeah, it's weird. It shuts down MLS. Um, maybe it's brilliant. Maybe it's superb, superb genius marketing. Maybe it's going to take off. We'll see. I'm just generally the jury's out for me. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. How about you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. See how it all pans out. Did Richie and Oso play on Saturday? In that loss, that one zip loss. Oso did. He did, eh? I'm just thinking, like, those guys have been, they were, you know, stood up and played for Canada for the Gold Cup, played in the Nations Nations League League final, right? Like, how much time are they even getting with TFC? Is, I guess, my question. Him and Richie, right? As little as possible. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) No kidding. That's when you want to be with the national team. Yeah, you guys just continue losing games. Have they scored a goal in the last four? I didn't even know. No, that. no, four games, no goals. Our friend, uh, our friend Jeff Nesker from Waking the Red put out a uh, a poll, and it was, "Will TFC win another game this year?" And right now, that is at it's they people are saying yes at forty percent, but. Uh, 38%, I think, was uh, no. And then um, no, but free hot dogs was at 24%. Oh, free hot dogs. Like yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, again, again, it's just incredible. The late goals they concede. You know, they defend okay for most of these games, right? They're not getting blown away. I know they lost a 4-0 to Orlando last week, but they defend okay, but... They just have nothing to them right now. Richie wasn't even on the bench. So, and we still don't know about that. I mean, he should be back at Forest according yeah. to the loan deal, but I haven't heard anything. I haven't checked Forest's. They're, I think they're on tour right now, aren't they, Jimmy? Yeah. They're off to this. I don't know where they are. Is it Germany or somewhere? I forget yeah. now. But uh, I'm not sure whether he's even, if he's with them or whether they're talking. Nego- I don't know. It's very quiet. Well, they're talking. They're still I'm trying to see if they can work something out. I don't think it's looking too good, but. Do Forrest want a permanent deal? Is that what it is? Or TFC want a permanent deal? I think they both do, but I don't know whether they can come to an agreement. So that'd be a tough one. Look, the, the other thing is for for Richie as well, you know, I, I would like to see him try to fight for a spot in the, in the Premier League. You know, those opportunities don't come too often. You're talking the best league in the world. I would love Richie to have a go at it and try to crack the lineup. Because I think he can. I think he could play there in the Premier League. When you think about resentment, we talk about Messi. I don't think anything Messi can do would would bring in resentment from the other players. I really don't. But there is cases where resentment sets in. And I think Toronto is a classic example. you got a guy like Richie who is 
doing really, really well. He's consistent. Um, yeah. And then you got a couple assholes that are putting it in and they're making millions of dollars. Like it's like, come on fucking on. And they can't make a deal with for me. You know what I mean? So he's like thinking, you, you can't make a deal. You can't sort it out. And I keep showing up for every single game. And these guys don't. They're complaining about this, complaining about that. And seeing he's been that, you know, below average, making millions of dollars. That's That would certainly piss me off. Yep. Uh, again, they weren't available on the weekend. Um, so TFC, I saw this, someone put up a board of TFC's history. And right now, they're scoring 0.74 goals per game. That's lower than even in 2007, like significantly lower. Oof. And that was the year, of course, when the big joke was, oh, they couldn't score a goal. Deitch's goal to break the deadlock, you know, was a big moment in TFC history, iconic. In fact, they still chant about it. And, and they're scoring fewer goals this year than, than then. Ibarra looked decent, though, I thought. You know, this, this guy they got from Atlanta in a really weird deal. Atlanta had to get rid of him because of they basically screwed their entire cap up. They had to get rid of a good player. So he, he looked decent. That's, that's hope, I suppose. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say about TFC anymore. <laughs> like, like I said, no one's watching it outside the hardcores. Mm -hmm. um, they've got to turn it around quickly and figure out what's going on with these Italians. Um, uh, Vancouver beat the Galaxy 4-2. I watched Ryan the highlights Gold. of that. And I watched gold. a couple of goals there. Oh my god! Fun game, really yeah. fun game. Yeah. It was 3-0, It was three two. Ended four two. Now weird one there. Chris Mavinga, who actually would probably look pretty good right now if you're still playing for TFC, um, he, he got a straight red for being the last man back, and the penalty was awarded. But then VAR looked at it. They erased the straight red, gave him a yellow card, his second yellow card. So he got sent off anyway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the pen. I've never seen that before. So I guess it's not a three-match ban or a one. one. Yeah, three-match ban, right? It'll be a one. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> Happened in the Gold Cup final, too. Oh, did it? <clears throat> yeah. Last night? Yeah, there was a, a second yellow card given and uh, reviewed it and reversed, reversed it because there was no contact. But he wasn't sent off. He was not. Yeah, yeah. In this case, he was sent off twice. He was sent off for a straight red. Yeah. That was right. yeah. yeah, I've never I've never seen that before. It's like, well, okay, well, you you saved me a couple games. Did he, did he come yeah. back though? Charms? Did he get sent off and come back uh, on the field? He just looked he just looked very confused, and I think everyone yeah. looked very confused. Like, well, oh, oh, thank God, he's rescinded. The oh, wait, no, yeah. it's a yellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is your which is your second number two? Your second, yeah. Uh, crazy. Montreal won again. Well, finally, they've been on a bad run, haven't they? And Apuko scored his first, beat Charlotte 2 nothing. So they're still very much in, in playoff contention. Puts a smile on, on Dubs' face, I'm sure. CPL-wise, Jimmy, you were busy this weekend. Holy crap. Yeah. Were you involved in three of the four games? Uh, I called two games. Two, was it? Yeah, called two. And then I did a post-game. post, post -game. Or sorry, pre-game for one of the others. Oh, okay. Do you prefer studio or do you prefer doing color? Or don't you care? I, I don't care. No? I don't care. No, I enjoy doing both. Which one do you find easier? Uh, I don't know. Probably maybe color, just talking about the game because you're just shooting the shit, talking about what you, what you see. What you see. 
But then I like the color as well because you're just sitting on the couch, just talking shop and a little banter. Got to worry about the cameras a bit more, that's all. Yeah. Whereas color, you don't care. What about you, Craig? When you've done both a lot, what was your favorite studio or sitting beside Jerry? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. It was just one and the same, really, I thought. A lot of people used to worry about their on camera before the game or at halftime more than they would calling it you know it'd be a oh i got it you know this and the lights and the people telling you what to do and talking in your ear and all these different things that you get more comfortable with as times goes on all the mayhem around you but some people get a little nervous for the on cameras yes i did a bit of color on radio with tfc and sportsnet towards the end of my time there and i honestly hated it hated it now, I work beside Dan Riccio, who's fantastic, but I just felt like such a fraud. Like, who the fuck am I to be breaking down plays and, and tactics? I know fuck all about this stuff. And, and you, you try and do it. I, I so much preferred hosting in studio, even being a pundit in studio, but really being a host in studio. Mm-hmm. I, I tell you, you know, I'm up there just trying to break down players and like, who, who am I? And uh, I think you, you need to have that either a tactics savant or an ex-player. You have to have that to really bring mm-hmm. any kind of context to the plays. And uh, mm-hmm. that kind of does your confidence in when you're thinking that <laughs> and you're up there talking about why uh, Richie Larea hasn't overlapped <laughs> on that play. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. So I, I give color commentators a lot of credit. It might be easier, but I didn't find it easier, that's for sure. Christ, we're full of energy today, huh? <laughs> I was about to say something. Can you please? I, What's mute? going on? Can you shake anyone? No. Well, look, the uh, Canada England tied in the. I wanted to talk about you guys to you guys about this. What does that mean behind behind closed doors exhibition? Like, what are they doing? Does it really mean that much? Is a zero zero, you know, a nil draw something mm. to build on? Does it mean anything? Like, I what does are you are all the players getting getting out there? How does how does a Bev approach it? How do the players approach it? How do you guys approach it? Like, it seems very because I know exhibition games, it is still exhibition, and I know from my small experience in sports compared to you guys, yeah, you try hard, but you're not killing yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. I mean, it's it's very effective. It's certainly worthwhile having. And you're yeah, you're trying out a bunch of different things. Closed doors. There was no. It's like zero fans, zero cameras, nothing there. Even Bev said it would have been nice to actually have it televised because they played quite well. So the confidence you get for that, you would you get some confidence from it, especially in you know keeping a clean sheet against a, one of the favorites, actually the second favorite to win the tournament. And then also you got to think England's not you know, doing exactly what they were going to do or we were going to see at the World Cup either. And they'd probably be a little bit disappointed, but overall it doesn't really matter. But I think the biggest thing for Canada was keeping a clean sheet. Yeah. The, the other thing is too, you know, you'll have certain objectives throughout the game that you, you're looking for. And it's a chance just for the players to get together, play, play a match, um, get in sync with one another. Tactically, they'll probably work on a couple of things, maybe change formation during during that game just to try mm-hmm. things out, set plays. 
So it's it's not so much about the result. It's about trying to get something out of the game, right? Get the fitness together because, you know, if the players haven't been together for a while, it's just a chance for them to get on the pitch, just get a little game, get some momentum going. And, and then obviously when the tournament starts and that's when it does really matter. But you're always trying to get something out of these out of these friendlies before big tournaments. I just seem to, you know, it's going to be, I just don't see where the goals are going to come from on a regular basis against the better teams for Canada. You know, I think that's going to be a real problem for them. Yeah. And it's a tough group, let's be honest. You're playing oh. the hosts, right? You've got Ireland and, and Nigeria. I mean, that's going to be a tough one. They should get through. They are, by my, I mean, listen, they're, they're top two in that group, I think. But uh, yeah. it's not going to be, uh, they're going to roll through this thing. It's considered the group of death by a lot of people. Yeah, like I was looking at squads and the Irish squad, they've, they've got quite a few Americans mm. that are first generation or the grandparents are from Ireland that, that they've recruited as well. So they do have a good squad and they've got some good players. Nationalities and passports just kind of get thrown out the window eh? during yeah. World Cup. Hey, his third cousin's yeah. grandma was... Yeah, worked at a grocery store with his cousin. Well, that's <laughs> he's what he's Irish. <laughs> They're like, they must have been like, oh, this girl's your last name's O'Connor. Okay, come on. <laughs> Has to be some Irish there somewhere. Come on, there's Irish. Who's who's Irish? Right. Come play. Yeah, you well, you could play for Scotland, right, Jimmy, or England, couldn't you? No, Ireland. Just. Just, oh, Ireland, was it? Was Ireland it Scotland? And, and Scotland. And Scotland, okay. Not I actually did. I got called up. I got called up to both under 21, Scotland and Ireland. And that was before or after you'd been called up by Canada? Um, I played in the under 17 World Cup with Canada. And then I start, I was breaking into the first team at Bristol City. I uh, wasn't, wasn't getting a sniff from the Canadian national team. And. Uh, I had Scotland and Ireland reach out and they wanted me to both come play friendly for, for Scotland. I was actually on my way up to get my suit to, for, to play a, a friendly with Scotland. And then after that match, I was going over to play for, for Ireland in the under 21s. Brian Kerr was a manager. You whore. And, and then, no, and then I could decide which, <laughs> one I, you know, which, which one I wanted to play for. And then uh, I think it was, uh, was Holger ended up, calling me and uh, gave me my debut with the Canadian national team against uh, Northern Ireland. Was it a tough call though? I mean, you, you got two established football nations coming for you yeah. and then, then your actual home nation. How, no, but it wasn't, tough, was it, 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 it wasn't a tough call because back then the, the rule stated and, and the reason why I didn't play for them was because I played for Canada uh, in the under 17 World Cup. So that capped me for Canada. And then okay. it was maybe about three years later that the rule changed that you could play youth level, but you then could decide what um, what national team you were going to play for. So yes, that, that, was, that Craig, was the reason why I couldn't play for them. Could Craig have played for England had you been, if they wanted you to? Because I know you got your English citizenship or passport mm -hmm. or whatever. Well, could mm -hmm. you play for England? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, there was a the back then again we got tied for youth team, so I didn't play or took an offer up to potentially go play for England's youth team because I wanted to keep the options open. But it's completely changed now. Yeah, 
No, you take all those opportunities. You play for everybody. The states do an amazing job with that, basically whining and dining players at youth level. So when they do have to make the choice, we've got a couple as well that could play for Canada as well as U.S. Well, how do we whine and dine? We don't even have get-togethers and tournaments or pre-tournaments to go, go into World Cups, let alone try to whine and dine somebody to you know, build relationships with players. And then when the time comes, they've got, yeah, I'm going to go play with my friends. I know all these guys. I played with them through 17s, 18s, U20s, you know, and then it makes sense. Why Why would they pick Canada when they all their buddies are playing for the States, you know? So, so Jimmy, to clarify though, so you played mm-hmm. U17 World Cup with Canada, which capped you with Canada for three years, essentially. But when Scotland and Ireland came in for you, you could have gone there at that point because it had been three years? no. No, they because when they they selected me into their into both groups, um, and then after they found out that I played for Canada in the under 17s. Oh, okay. So it was Scotland and in Ireland under 21s that I got called into, right? Because and they didn't I, I realize thought, that you were captain. Yeah. So uh, Joe Jordan was a manager at the time, so obviously he knew that my mother was Scottish, and then they knew that I had uh, an Irish passport and citizenship so that I could play for Ireland. So that's how that came about. Jimmy, you must have felt like the bell of the ball for that for that three-month period where they're trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Sending letters, postcards, Jimmy. Yeah. Come yeah. holiday with us in Ibiza. Yeah. <laughs> so you were going for your suit, though, as well. They, they, you got to that point, and then what? And before they measured your inner seam, they said, yeah, oh, no, shit, you played the camp. About, I think it was two days before that they called and said, Oh, hey, you're you're tied with Canada. Did they send you the suit at least? No, <laughs> bastard. It looked beautiful. Because <laughs> my other teammate, my other teammate Lewis Carey, he got called up for Scotland, so he got a really nice suit. Do you ever you think can use that now? What if what if you're being captain, selected for Ireland or Scotland? How your life may have changed? Would you be well, sitting here right now? Or would you still be living over there? Well, you would have been, you would have had more value, that's for sure, as a player. Yeah. Than what you did as being a Canadian. That's for sure. It's tough, right? Because yeah. Chris mentioned that before. Like, just the passport did really limit you in your choices at yeah. that point, certainly. Like, if I, if I, if I played for, say, if I played for Ireland at the time, right? And back then, they, they were, they were decent as good well. Good team. They good team. Then, you're you're Irish, so those when they're talking about you as a player, they want to buy you. Your your value is a lot more than what it would have been when I got sold for as a Canadian. No quotas, no international quotas to worry about. No. I think if Jonathan David wasn't Canadian, he would not be at Lille anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alfonso even said what Real Madrid were interested when he was at back at Vancouver, but because he was Canadian, they were hot and cold about it. Well, more cold, obviously, than hot. So, yeah, yeah, it still it still happens. It still happens yeah. until we get better and produce more. Three and a half weeks till the Premier League starts again, guys. <laughs> Just so you yes. what the what the, the what league the what the Premier League <laughs> Premier what the fuck's that. The premiere is that, is that French? Yeah, the English. Oh, sorry, the, the sorry, premiere yes. is Premier League. 
<laughs> but yeah, you're right. It is. But before then, we've got the least cup and more importantly, the Women's World Cup. <laughs> it's so rich, me making fun of someone pronouncing something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> what a hypocritical piece of shit I am. Um, all right. Um, I mentioned the broadcast. Um, oh, the so second good. edition dropped yesterday. It, it was great. I, I enjoyed it. And what I like about it is they're getting really petty with each other, just like we are. It's good to see. You know, there's big argument about that they're trying to pick their sleeper team or, or was it their exceeding expectations team? And this argument ensues. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, you sound just like us. <laughs> yeah. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> it yeah. really is. I mean, there's every chance that they'll be hating each other like we do pretty soon. Yeah. I think by yeah. what, episode four or five, probably. Yeah. I hope so. I hope they, there's a, a level of disdain when they see each other on the screen, just like we we, we all go, this is where we've fallen to. <laughs> you know, Craig and Jimmy having these great careers. You two, Charms, and now we have to visit each other three times a week. See it's a stock reminder, spaces. isn't it? Yeah, oh, it's trauma. It's trauma-inducing. <laughs> oh, where next did it all go wrong? Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to World Cup starting. Yep. Wow. Well, not only that, you uh, you've got worst hours. You have worst hours on the West Coast right now because you're in Vancouver, but you're flying home on Thursday, right? So you're gonna you're gonna be staying up late to watch the 10:30 Nigeria game, Craig. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna cover all this on Wednesday. I want everyone prepared with their their World Cup sleepers. Golden boots. No, 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 no. Gloves. It's exceeding expectations, team. Not sleeping. Oh, it's different, sorry. you know. It's very different. Oh, God. Don't know how they it was. They got pedantic, didn't they? Pedantic. Oh, they were so pedantic. <laughs> I could just, you know, we know Dubs well enough now. I could just, just sense this frustration in her tone. Her and Claire, right? Very much beginning to hate them. Yeah. Yeah. Claire, great. by the way, saying that she never shithoused anyone on the pitch is such, such bullshit, by the way. She goes, she never was that player, never would niggle, you know, or get under a player's skin. I can't see that. I just can't. She doesn't look like that type of person, does she? <laughs> no chance. <laughs> Dubs, however, I can definitely see. Um, yeah, but so check that out, the uh, broadcast. When is the next broadcast uh, dropping, Wonga? We're trying to figure it out. Uh, Dubs was texting me this weekend, and uh, Claire is actually in Australia on the ground. In New I think she's in Australia, not New Zealand. And uh, Rian will be working from the couch, so we're going to try and pull her in. And then uh, we want to pull in Craig and Jimmy once in a while during this next month, just so we have um, a full global view um that and i thought that would be exciting so i don't know yet um but we'll tell you as soon as we can on twitter and maybe on never, i don't think there's ever been a podcast and maybe even a show over here we have two you know, with, you know women international players and men international players or ex-players mm. on this i think that'd be really interesting just talking mm. about canadian soccer amongst themselves yeah be brilliant mm. yeah no, you that's what have, we're gonna try and do used to have men and and women do World Women's World Cups, but you can't do that anymore. You have to have just women on there. And then when there's a men's World Cup, you have to have, well, you have to have a woman. On there. So, I'm just saying. He also called the Italians assholes. It's one of those days for Craig. <laughs> it's very early for Craig right now. And, and as I, I, we should all appreciate Craig for joining us. It's so, so early, but we should also understand his prickliness. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's outstanding. It's a it's a great panel. They've got all these former Canadian players, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. It is for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna get. We hope to get Janine Becky actually on the on the pod probably after the World Cup. Um, but that'd be a great chat with Dubs and the rest of us. Um, until then, anything else you want to get to, fellas, before we say farewell? Does Jimmy know his get? I always like giving him promo time. Watch Amy Walsh on TSN. Um, that's great. And Jimmy, do you, are you covering CPL all this week or what? This weekend? Yeah, on the weekend. Amazing. So, FuboTV.com slash Footy Prime. How was, how was your dad's... Um, what was it again? Colonoscopy. Colonoscopy, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's all clear. Good. That's good. Did you get some video right. of it? Or? Yeah, the video is amazing. <laughs> You're holding his hand? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Everyone oh. should get that checked. He should have Supported. a probe into his ears. He's deaf. He's deaf as a get. <laughs> Can we do it together? Can the four of us go together, JC? The five what, of use, us? Use the same probe? Wow. <laughs> Can I go yeah. first, please? Five at the same time. <laughs> JC just showed us his thumb. I'm not sure it's a thumbs up or he's suggesting his thumb will be the probe. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's getting JC's thumb. Oh, he's got two. Oh, he's got two of them. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> and now he's showing us his fists. I don't want that. <laughs> that's, that's tough. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we should probably go now. We're back on uh, Wednesday then with uh, Dubs, we think, right? Joining yeah. us. We are trying some, uh, to. You're trying to. She's yeah. a bit of a diva. Yeah, a little bit. So of it's diva. tough to line her up, but uh, what we'll do a bit. She's going to be in Toronto pretty soon, right? She'll be flying out on Wednesday, isn't it? No, tomorrow. Tuesday. Oh, it's tomorrow, is it? Yeah. So, so we, that's yeah, we should get Dubs for some pints at some point and get some pickies. I agree. I agree. But you're taking off too. You've got a bit of a holiday planned, right? Well, yeah. In-laws. All right. Where are you going? Red Deer? Yep. Oh. How else would you want to spend your summer? That doesn't count as a holiday, does it? (laughs) Not not in Red Deer. That's for sure. It'll be fun. They live in a nice big property, you know, and barbecuing and beers. So it's fine. But that's Wednesday. So. What's that? 45 degrees. Everything. Is it hot there right now? Well, that whole planet's fucking on fire. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're so positive, Craig. Plus, <laughs> <laughs> it's half full forest over there. Yeah. yeah. It's killing no, it there's, been, there's been some water. There's been some heavy that rain. That had some rain, water, yeah. yeah very smoky there again now, apparently, from what they're saying. All right, that's it. We're back on Wednesday. Some of us are back Wednesday. Who knows whom? But there will be a podcast on Wednesday. So until then, uh, keep buying newspapers and cheers for listening. Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. Nicely done, boys. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.